Welcome to the Plastic Surgery Podcast with Dr. Philip Miller, a double board certified facial plastic surgeon in New York City. He's here to answer your questions, demystify plastic surgery, and help you feel more knowledgeable and empowered about any procedure. Get ready for another great episode. Hey, it's Dr. Miller. Welcome back to my podcast. And once again, I am here with Taylor. Hello, everybody. We're back with another one. That was a much nicer, <laughs> that was a much nicer greeting. I'm being judged on air. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the last one, I think, I, you sounded like you were just a little bit not present. You yeah. Know, you didn't sound like you were present, Taylor. You know, I think I'm ready. I'm ready, ready now. Yeah. yeah. You got your groove. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Now, you had a topic you said you wanted. You were very excited. I did. Okay, so we all know about the Kardashians and Kris Jenner. She tends to wear a lot of, like, long earrings, much like any woman out there. And they eventually, over time, they start to pierce or pull down the hole that's in your ear. So I saw that it was trending that uh, people are getting earlobe fillers. Mm. Now, is that something that you're interested in doing? Are you doing it now? How do you feel about it? I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm more of a pearl stud type of girl, <laughs> so I, for that very reason, I've seen it, and I just said, nope, I never want to have yeah. that hole. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let, let's start from the beginning and say, whenever you get your ears pierced, mm-hmm. let's make sure that you get the hole in the in the earlobe just placed a little bit higher up on the earlobe okay. rather than lower down, because the lower it is, the more it's going to just start pulling right. out down there's not as much support mm. so naturally you don't want it all the way up like in the mid portion well I guess some people now have multiple yeah. earrings in their ear but for the low part you want it to be uh, not not exactly in the middle but a little bit higher up so that's that and then and then uh, there, there's sort of two different earlobe deformities okay. there's the I've been wearing a earring that was heavy that's for a really long time and now the ear hole is starting to elongate Mm -hmm. and fall versus what you'll see sometimes an earlobe that looks like a cleft, like there's a line in it, which also may be related to the heavier earrings, heavier earrings. Mm -hmm. But I, for example, and I don't have, I'm not cool, I'm not yet. (laughs) I don't have an earring, never did, but if you look at my earlobes, you'll see that sometimes. If I don't put filler in, I have a cleft. I have a little, and it's because as you get older, uh, you lose volume, believe it or not, in the earlobe, and you develop a line in it, okay. which is yet another one of those very, very subtle signs that someone's aging. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there are, you know, so everyone thinks aging is, oh, you know, you have, uh, uh, you have a big neck and wrinkles and whatever. There were so many other subtle things that we don't, we don't even think about mm-hmm. that give the impression someone is older and a, and a clefted earlobe is one of them. Oh, wow. I feel like now, because since working here, I've been staring at noses on the train. So now I'm going to add ears to yeah. my staring session. Yeah. Now, if, 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 if someone gets upset with you staring at them <laughs> on a New York City subway train. <laughs> I'll put my sunglasses on. You know you have to be careful. But I was, it's so funny because when I was early in my practice, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the favorite things I used to do in the morning and in the afternoon was jump on the subway. Mm-hmm on the way to and from work and I would just stare at faces. Yeah. All these different faces. And I would ask myself, why does that one look young and why does that person look old? Mm -hmm. What is it about those faces? And New York City was just the best place for me to... Absolutely. 
to, to ask that question. I mean, a variety of, 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 of cultures, a variety of ethnicities, and here they were at my disposal mm-hmm. to, to evaluate. I had a blast. So, so a cleft earlobe mm-hmm. is, in fact, a sign of... of uh, and when I mean cleft, I just mean where it sort of looks like it's bent, like it's... Um, well, here, how, how would you describe this? You know, you, oh, I see. You yeah, see? Like a little line, yeah. Like a little line, like you've been sleeping on it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you've been sleeping on it a little bit. And so for that, if you inject with a, a little filler, then it just magically goes away and it's fixed. Now, for the earring issue, mm-hmm. if there's a small ex- small elongation, mm-hmm. if there's a poor part that is just beginning to get pulled down, filler also works really well. Okay. Yeah. If it starts getting too big, then the easiest way to do it is to just remove the hole oh, yeah. and sew it up. Mm. Let it heal. And then we punch in a new diamond, guaranteed diamond. Guaranteed, only way. Or guaranteed pearl. <laughs> that that comes included in right. the cost of the earlobe repair. Absolutely. I think what have you found? I think it's a six diamond carrot. Do you know? Is that what it is? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it, what's the pain like for that? For the filler, it's really not that bad. Not that bad? Yeah, because meant- yeah, the filler comes... Actually, for both, it's really not that bad because for the filler, it comes with numbing medicine in it. And mm-hmm. for if I ever have to do a little bit of a surgery, it's it's like everything else. It's just maybe a little, honestly, a small little pinprick. Oh, okay. And uh, we have these needles now, which are literally, literally, the box says, have you seen that? The box says, invisible needle yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. They're so small. Super tiny. Super tiny. And I've been asking patients, do you feel this? And they're like, feel what? I'm like, all right, well, you're done. <laughs> That's good. That's always good. Hmm. Any other earlobe questions? Well, we could talk about next time. We could talk about ear surgery. Hmm. Yeah. We just did it. We did one yesterday. Really? We had, yeah, I remember that patient. They had their ear sort of sticking out. Oh, yeah. And, that was, and um, the technical term was called promenoris. Mm-hmm. Uh but, you know, it's where the ears ears are really sticking out. and That's an incredibly rewarding procedure because you get a lot of both men and women. But, but um, I, I see a lot of women who sadly just never wear their hair up because, because they're so that. self-conscious about their ears. Yeah. And I operated on this one woman who's a hairstylist. And, and how crazy is that? She was a hairstylist and she can never her own hair up she, she eliminated that as one of her own Aww. options yeah and then I, I operated on her and I still see her every once in a while and it's like we give each other a hug and and she's so proud she's so excited to show her ears off and yeah uh, it's crazy but but you know I think that's also psychologically yeah you know, a lot of these poor people get get made fun of regarding their ears mm-hmm. and then it becomes a real psychological issue that we can we can reverse yeah that's yeah. really cool not psychotherapy, not, not psychotropic <laughs> medications. No, just no, a no. ear pain does the trick. <laughs> all right. Well, all ears considered. <laughs> we talked about just about everything today. Um, welcome again, and thanks for coming to the Dr. Philip Miller podcast. It's been a blast. And we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.